Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of iCast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure where we go through the campaign, <gasps> Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara, Lance Thalen, and Fleeple. We're in the middle of a battle, and I think we just want to get to it so you guys can get out of here. Last we left our adventurers, they uh, were having a meet and greet with Malamara, the devil, when Fleeple, realizing the sleaziness of Wanillium and the Bloody Bowl, decided to take matters into his own hands, initiating this attack, Star Platinum, Haste, black inky tendrils lance calling back to malamara's past everybody getting inspiration and now after mal had the eye of the tiger running to the entrance we go back to round two of the battle round two fight wanillium is standing at the entrance here and he is uh not happy. He's going to grab you, Lance. He's going to run up to you and grab you and just try to grapple you. Nope, he's not going to do that. He's just going to try and attack you and do as much damage as he possibly can. And he's going to say, like, Oh, you two, don't just stand here. Close the door! Oh, my gosh. I'm rolling terribly tonight. That's a seven for his first attack. Uh, and an 18 for his second. That does hit. All right. Eight points of piercing damage. And I need you to roll me a strength saving throw, please. After Wanillium, it's actually your turn, Lance, right after this. So just be aware. Strength saving throw? Yes. Ooh, that's not good. That's three. Mm. Strength or dex, regardless. Oh, dex, it, it would still be, it'd be nine. It would not meet his 13. And so he, he surprisingly is going to be tripping you. He does a trip attack here. As he attacks you, you dodge the first one, attacks the second one, it lands. He's going to use a superiority die, and he's going to trip you as you stand. So you're going to be prone directly where the door is. Um, With that, he gets to add his superiority dice to the roll, and you take one extra point of damage here. But he pushes you uh, down on the ground um, as these other individuals are closing the door. I realize I probably should have used a a shove attack instead of a trip, but it's already been done. So we're moving on to Lance's turn here. Lance, it is your go. Wanillium has backed up about 15 feet away from you. I don't get an opportunity attack? Uh, Do you get opportunity attacks when you're prone? You can, you just have disadvantage on the attack. There you go. You can take your opportunity attack if you'd like, as you swipe at him. 16. 16 disadvantage? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a hit. Yeah. Ooh, baby. With the Dagger of Venom, right? I mean, I could, yeah. Is that what you want to do? Sure, I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, here, let me check the stats for it again. It says you can use an action to cause, you know, to get po- covered in poison. The poison remains there for one minute or until an attack using this weapon hits the creature. Oh, so it's a one and done. Yeah, it's so one I and done. So I use this and, he's, and, it's, and it's done. Okay. The poison is expended. I did yes. hit him, so might as well use it. There you go. So he has to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, what's the DC? 15. He rolled a 19 on the die. Okay, well, he doesn't take that then. And the poison's gone now. Okay. 
So he overcomes the poison then. Sounds good. Yeah, because it says the poison remains for one minute or until an attack using this weapon hits a creature, which I hit him, but then the creature makes a constitution saving throw. Uh, he saved it. The dagger can't be used this way again until the next dawn. So yeah, it's gone. Okay, so he gets a total damage of six. Okay. After you swipe it with Nilium, he backs up 15 feet and he just yells, Take them out! Take out this bottleneck! And uh, Lance, it's your turn. Okay, I will stand up using half my movement and stand back in the doorway. <laughs> yes. And is there anybody next to me? Yeah, there are two guards that are trying to get this door shoved closed. They are just haven't had their turn yet. Okay. And how and far away is, is lying above next to you? And Wanillium is 15 feet into the corridor away from you. Malice 10 feet in the room. Yeah, I'm just going to attack one of the guards with my short sword. Great. Go and roll. Probably the one who's holding the door just to try and sway him off. That's not good. That's a 14. Yeah, that's a miss. Well, I will use my bonus action to take my dagger and attack uh, the other one. Okay, go and roll. Ah, bad rolls. But that's going to be a 15. 15's a miss as well. As you go for the first one, goes off of his uh, scale mail. The second one goes off of his scale mail as well. Um, these guys are a little beefier. They have more armor on here, and you were unsuccessful. So, anything else? I'm going to hold, not hold action, but I'm just going to stay in place and block the door away from closing. With that command from Wanillium, the uh, second mage is, uh, uh, looks at uh, the other mage and asks, does it really mean it? Do you think we should? And he goes, you heard him. Take out the bottleneck. And so this mage goes, huh, all right, and starts, um, uh, brings up his hands and uh, starts rubbing them together really fast, really fast, really fast, and then smacks them three times. Each time you see sparks uh, growing. So like... And then this small ball of flame appears just as the mage thrusts it towards the bottleneck and casts Fireball. Oh, oh boy. Suck. So... That is going to be a dexterity saving throw from the three of you, please. That sounds like it's going to be close enough to hit the guards and Wanillium, right? Yeah. Uh, it'll definitely be the guards, not Wanillium, but yes. Hmm. I'm closer to the door than Wanillium is? Yes, Wanillium ran 15 feet. He, he went past the door. Oh. Um, and he's 15 feet in the corridor. You're 10 feet from the door on this side. And I believe it's a 15-foot radius, or is, am I, is it a 30-foot radius? I thought it was 30. Pretty sure it's 30. Oh. Well, in that case, 20 foot radius. Okay. So that's 40. 40 foot diameter, yeah. Because he ran to Lance and then ran through the but door. But then he backed up. So, yeah. Wanillium was at the door when Lance was there, and then he just used his 15 That's why I got my to reaction to attack him because he was backing away. Right, again. but I thought on his turn he went to Lance, which was. 10 feet. He, he went to me, he pushed me, and then he backed away. Right, but he would have only, he was still would be within 20 feet of the door. Yes. Okay. Unless, but I might not be the center point of the fireball. How about I roll? Let's roll to see if Wanillium is in the fireball here. Uh, 
I actually didn't assign any numbers to decide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just like, roll the dice. What does the dice tell me? It's a five. What was a five? I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't <okay>. anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> it wasn't anything. It's just like rolling dice. One through three, Vanillium's in the fireball. Uh, four through six, he's not. One, he's in the fireball. Yeah. Yeah, bam. Yeah. Sounds good. So, the, uh, yeah, dexterity saving throws, please. That is going to be one for the money, two for the show, and then, okay. Fleeple, what'd you get? Natural 20 for a 23. Okay, Lance. Uh, a natural 20 for a 27. A. And Mal. An 11 with advantage. Oh boy. Oh. And inspiration. Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to use my inspiration because um, I have pretty low hit points and my rage does not have any of that fire damage. That's a 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's better. Everybody in the fireball succeeded. Wow. Sweet. Including Winilium, including the two guards as well. Goodbye, inspiration. I hardly knew ye. And yet ye helped. All right, 8d6 fire damage. Hey, remember when I said I liked rolling dice? It's that Ooh, time. baby. <laughs> That's 23 points of fire damage halved for all of you, making it 11. Zero for Lance. Hey, hey, evasion. And zero for Lance because of evasion. And zero for Wanillium. What is Wanillium? He's a fighter and a rogue. He's a lover and a fighter. I'm uh, trying to decide. Okay, I'm going to make a roll to see what I do in this exact moment. Yes. And thank you, Fleeple, because you are next. Yes, you are right now. I'm going to cast Absorb Elements at third level. Ooh, new spell. Who this? Yes, I use my reaction when I take damage that is either Acid, Cold, Fire, Lightning, or Thunder. And that halves the damage that I take. And on my next melee attack that I hit within my next turn, the target takes 3d6 of the damage that I took. Wow. Whoa. Nice. So you cast that as a reaction, absorb elements? Yep. And now, on my action, uh, I'm going big or going home, I'm going to fly directly at Wanillium. And I'm going to just grab his face with my claw, and I'm going to cast a third level Inflict Wounds. Ooh. Ooh, very nice. Okay. So if I hit with this, it's going to be 5d10 necrotic damage plus 3d6 fire damage. Oh. Because it's a melee attack. Yep. Yes. Woof. Very good. As Filippo flies and does this, Lance just whispers, you got this sport. <laughs> <laughs> No, that makes a lot of sense. I always thought that Absorb Elements was like, didn't make a lot of sense for a spellcaster to cast um, because then I was like, well, they have to make a melee attack, which that doesn't make sense. If they have all these spells, why would they do that? But Inflict Wounds, which is a touch spell, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. I am kind of nervous about this rule. Really hoping it works. That's a natural 20. (laughs) No. Oh, no. Okay, so let's double all the dice. What is that? Pardon me, real quick, while I roll ten d ten plus six d six. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! My hands are shaking counting all of these dice. 
Not bad. I liked rolling dice. We'll get a little bit of ASMR for the audience. That is 38 necrotic damage plus 15 fire damage. Oh my gosh. So, so 38 plus 15. Which is 53, I believe. Well, that certainly beats his 51 that he has for his full hit points. Hey, I I loosen the pickle jar with my reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, so uh, Fleeple, you, I mean, tell us how it's done. You just fly at this guy, right? Yeah, I shoot forward like a dart. And once again, those bits of platinum like glinting off of my wings as I'm channeling this energy around me. And I do, like, I'm feeling a little fancy, so I'm going to remember what Rage Mage taught me about doing a barrel roll. And I go spinning like a corkscrew directly towards him and just claw directly over the face. And immolation is definitely the word for it. Just, like, grab him, the necrotic damage, a bit of the tendrils of blackness start, like, going down through his veins before there's just, like, a flash. And for a moment, there's just, like, a black silhouette of his body in the air before it just crumbles down to ash. Wow. And uh, everybody, because of the immolation, we all get the benefits of the bless spell for one minute. Woo! Yeah. I just imagine, like, because there's a guard, Lance in the doorway, and another guard, even though I'm fighting them, we all, like, turn and watch this, and we all have the same reaction of, like, (laughs) 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 Like, pause for a moment just to all embrace the the disgustingness of this. And uh, as I'm kind of, like, coming down from the shock of what I just did, I turn towards the two guards with wide eyes, my claws kind of shaking, and I just go, your shift's up. Ah! With advantage, go and roll intimidation check. Oh, boy. An intimidation check, please. It's still probably not going to be super great. Actually, that's a natural 20. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. A different die this time. I switched out the die just for good measure. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. As um you know, you, it's it comes across as like your shifts up. To them it comes across your shifts up. As you do the barrel roll, you get your you got the rage mage channeling inside of you. The cawing of an eagle as I fly. Exactly. You have uh, your hands shaking in the air, but they just look like you're raising them like you're about to cast a spell at both of their faces. And both of them just, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens on their turn, but it's um, it most likely will be positive in your direction in your favor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can, one stipulation, actually, real quick, that I'd like to make to the immolation. Any valuables on Wanillium's person are unharmed as they fall to the ground. That is absolutely true. Any magic items as well. So, hey, the other um, mage is going to take their turn now. How clear were they able to see Fleeple just destroy <laughs> their boss? If they didn't hear it or if they didn't see it, they most likely they heard it. They definitely that. heard it. They definitely heard him screaming in horror and pain. They were going to just hold Mal in place, but this person's actually 
terrified now of like what could happen. And I'm sorry, they're gonna cast Fireball. Oh, suck. Oh boy. They are. They they they're gonna cast Fireball again. So I need another Dexterity saving throw from everybody. Or just everybody. They're casting the same place. Same spot. Same spot. They're they're now more concerned with self-preservation, and they're like, I need to get rid of as many people over there that are doing the damage. All right, Fleeple. I feel like I want to give you a baby monitor of my dice tray because I did just roll a modded 20. (laughs) Now, hold up. Bless. Everybody gets a d4 to the saving throw, I think. Oh, yeah. Attack rolls and saving throws for Bless. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a 24. (laughs) You rolled a four on your d4. On a d4, yes. (laughs) Fleeple's riding the high of Bahamut right now, folks. Yep. Uh, I'm possessed I'm by the Holy high, Spirit. Baby. 24 for Fleeple. Lance. 19. And Mal. 22. Okay. Again, nobody in the fireball range failed. So everybody succeeded. But let's see what half damage looks like. Because Mal, you're looking pretty low, right? Affirmative. 34 points of fire damage halved is 17 i believe uh mal lets out a painful tiger roar as she falls to one knee and because of her relentless endurance she is at one hit point as she staggers back to her standing position Yes, but I do believe your rage did end, though, because you were you technically went unconscious, it right? It says when reduced to zero, you drop to one hit point instead. It doesn't say you'd go unconscious and come back. It says you drop you to one. You got your rage. All right. And, um, yeah, so Lance, you take nothing because you're a rogue. And so you can just be like, fire? Nah, I don't think I will. Duh. <sighs> I dodged the fire. If Fleeple hadn't been uh, so incredibly flummoxed by what he did with that Inflict Wounds, he might have cast a bonus healing spell on Mal during that turn, (laughs) now that he thinks about it. Uh, Oh, yeah, because you got your Sprigs of Mistletoe. He took inspiration from the Rage Mage and went full Rage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Full Rage. Well... That is the second mage's turn, and they are just going to say, Lyle, we have to get out of here now! And they're going to turn around and go to the other direction, away from everybody, um, and try to cut through to seemingly go towards the fighting pit itself, actually. So so they're going opposite of our of the doorway? Yeah, they don't want to go where you guys are going. They're trying to get as far away from you as possible. Mal, it is your turn. People took out William, but there's still the two guards there. The mages just ran for the pits. Okay. Yes. Correct. They are very intimidated, though. Incredibly intimidated. Are there any other guards in the in the area besides the ones who just ran to the pit? They have the two with the bow and arrows that um, were firing at Mal earlier. Um, they are still amongst the prisoners here. You get the feeling of the La Revolution is quite possible with how good things are turning in your favor though hence why the mages decided to try and get the heck out of there then Mal will just run she's gonna run to the door yes 
So that's going to be uh, 10 feet, and you're at the door now. Okay, so she's going to movement and then use her dash action. Could I take half movement on that dash action to drag Lance with her? Yeah, absolutely. As long as Lance is favorable and is uh, an agreement, you can just pull him, and uh, we'll say that you meet up right around. So like 25 feet? Yes, yeah. Away so from uh, the door. You're just just barely past Fleeple and Fleeple. You're sort of like in front of Lance and Mal, who are now behind you, holding your hands up to the guards just to make sure they don't come after you because you got the touch. I got the power. You got the, I got you got the power. power. All right. We go to them, and both of them just kind of like look inside, look of the, the area with all of the prisoners. They look at you. Uh, one of them grabs the knife out of the steel. It doesn't look like it was too embedded in there. And the other one just closes the door and uh, starts locking up the three locks. But they just stand there and they're like, Nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. here. We started oh a revolution gosh. and then left everybody outside the barricade. Nothing to see here. Ooh, <laughs> oh boy. For the sake of you just being an indomitable force called the Jinx Squad, we can get out of initiative order. <laughs> and we can say you grab the magic items on um, Wanillium. I'll shove them into the bag of holding. And just for a, a flavor thing, I know this is probably where you're leading anyway, Lance is going to take off his hat of disguises. Goes back to Lance, and he's going to put it on Malamara. Oh. To disguise her so that as we're walking out, no one's like, hey, isn't that the devil? It's like, oh, no. The devil's amongst us. All right. What does Mal look like then? She can pick any disguise she wants. Mal will take the form that's very similar to her, but her light green skin has faded to a very pale neutral, and her tusks are gone, and her hair, which is usually has an undercut and kept up in a tight bun, is now long and blonde, and she has become human. Oh. So as each of you rush out... And then when you get to people, you kind of slow down. You're like, run, 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 slow, 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 slow. You don't want to just be dashing out of there. That would cause probably more of a ruckus than anything. And you see that the fighting pit, nobody is currently fighting, obviously. But as, just as you turn away, the, the doors do open. and You see the mages run out into the main room. And you see every single fighter run after them into the main fighting pit. None of them with weapons, except for the rocks and sticks and the bows or the uh, wooden swords that they could grab. And that includes the halfling who just was staring into the fire. They seem to have a ferocity as they rush after those that are in the blood bowl. And the audience members scream in delight, excitement, and some in fear. But... None of you stay to watch. You rush, you run, and you escape. Might I add, without giving a donation to Willinilium to see uh, Malamara one-on-one. Got to keep that platinum. Exactly. He gave us a donation. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate donation of his life. 
And all of his magic items. Thank you, Anil. And all his magic items. Folks, we're going to level up. Extra attack, extra movement, extra attack, extra movement. <laughs> Mickey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Being a level four barbarian is very frustrating. <laughs> Ability score improvement. Once you get to the streets, you all run. Run away from that location. Run away through the streets of Neverwinter. Run where where are you running? I guess I should ask you, where are you running? Uh, back to that teleportation circle for the Harpers. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. It's probably only two miles from here. I want to ask Lance if the, if that's going to be the best option. Is that going to be safe? Is that he knows the city better than any of us do? Are you asking me that like Malamar is asking me that? Yes. Yeah, Lance will just nod. But right before we get to the building that we know of, I'm going to pull us into an alley. Okay. So, you run for probably a good 30 minutes without stopping. Fleeple, you run, fly, run, fly to save on a stamina there. And you keep low as you fly around. You don't see anybody chasing you, but you don't want to deal with the ramifications of anybody chasing you, especially because the city guard threw Malamara into the Bloody Bowl. Who knows what they could do if they discover, rediscover, they find out what's going on. Would they throw all of you back in? Is the Bloody Bowl even an option anymore? Would you all go down for murder? Would you all go into somewhere even deeper, even darker? So you run, you run, and you run until finally you see that hut. You see that little building um, just off in the distance. And so, Lance, you quickly usher your uh, your team, your party members into an alleyway um, to make sure that you're safe, to make sure that you're secure. And for the moment, you feel that you are. Further moments from here on out, depending on how long this goes, could require investigation, perception, could require um, additional work, but you have a moment. Lance will just usher his hand to Malamar and just give me that. She'll remove it and give it to him. As she does that, what do her eyes look like? Ooh, sneaky. At the moment, uh, clear and... Golden, which is Malamara's natural color. It's you, right? It's you in there. It's nobody else right now. It's just you, right? She looks a little taken aback by the question. What? Yes. What do you mean it's just me? Yeah, of course it's me. Because <sighs> I want to make sure I'm not doing this to anyone else. And Lance will punch Malamara. <laughs> yeah. Roll an attack. Sneak attack? <laughs> Surprise? <laughs> that was quite surprising. Are you adjacent? I mean, does he have advantage because Mal's not expecting it? Because he would get sneak attack. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He does have advantage. And it's not like actual, like, I'm not going to roll sneak attack damage for it or anything, but. Well, because she has one hit point. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to do damage. This is just to to make sure it lands. Uh, well, well, that's that's going to be hitting. Uh, what is What do you do for just a punch? Is it just your strength? One plus your strength. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a non-natural 20. There you go. Mal, you get socked across the jaw. No damage. He just, he pulls his punch slightly to where you, oh, it hurts. It aches. You're buzzing. Your head is buzzing. Headache, but you are still conscious. And Lance will just, as he does that, and she's kind of like reeling back. He's just going to be like, what the hell, Malamara? 
What was that? You're asking me? You've just hit me. I am no, very injured. What we just went through. You lost control. You murdered two people in these streets. I know an addict when I see one, and you're addicted to this right now. Malamara hangs her head in shame and mumbles, I don't remember the murders. I don't remember that happening at all. Whatever they said I did. Lance will just kind of like, not hit her again, but just shove her and be like, you don't get to feel shame right now. All right? Philippe and I didn't know where you were. You were lost. We can't lose you. You gotta get it straight, okay? I don't know what you're going through right now, and I know it's crap, and I know you feel bad, and you hate yourself, and you just want to be something else. I could tell by the hat you were wearing. But listen, you're you, all right? And you trying to find something else to be right now is just making you the thing you hate. So I need you to pick your head up, and I need you to act like the half-orc you are. Tough, proud, and knows her limits. The pain from the accuracy of the things that Lance is saying to her actually make her angry and defensive, and she shoves him back against the opposite wall. That's a little better. She just has no words. She's, she just glares at him with angry tears brimming in her eyes. Fleeple's going to fly up in between the two, place one hand on Malamar's shoulder, the other hand on Lance's chest. I'm going to cast Emboldening Bond on the three of us. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure you have to be friendly to each other. Mm. <laughs> we're hey, Ralph had it for, it's, it's a, it's a for a whole battle. I turn towards Malamara and say, Malamara, you don't act like yourself when you're under the influence of mind-altering substances. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but what I really say is, Malamara, I trust that it was not you who is making those decisions. I understand there's a lot of emotions going on here right now. What I want you to just think about is obvious that Air 2 is giving you something. You get a benefit out of your relationship with Air 2. But what I want you to ask yourself is what is Air 2 giving you that you couldn't get from somebody else who will treat you like a person instead of a tool. Mal, having the residual anger from Lance, shoves Fleeple now off of her. She just kicks the dirt at the ground and says, "Let's. can we just go to the transportation circle? Let's just get out of here. You're a wanted criminal. Apparently now I'm a wanted criminal. We can never come back to Neverwinter. Let's just go. Hey, nobody wants us. We're ghosts. Oh my gosh. Mal, as you turn away, walking towards the hut, you hear Air 2 in your mind come to you. They try to control you. They try to bring you down. To destroy everything that makes you strong. I will set you free. And unlike in times past where she accepts his help, accepts his gifts, 
but shoves his consciousness away. She lets that enfold her and comfort her as they're walking. Or she's walking away. I don't know if the others are following. As, as she's walking away with that moment, Fleeple's just Fleeple and Lance kind of next to each other, just, and Lance is still kind of breathing heavy from, one, just the emotion, but two, also being shoved. That hurt a little bit. And, just, and he'll just turn to Fleeple and go, I, th- I think that was a pretty good good constable, bad constable thing. I think we did that really well. Yes, I wasn't a very good constable, was I? I was a bit too gentle and tender. I was I was pretty good that time. I was pretty good. You were, you were pretty bad. We had the mix. I like it. <laughs> yes. But I uh, kind of hold back from Mal a little bit longer as she's having her moment. And I turn towards Lance and I'm like rubbing my temples with my claws. And I'm just thinking like, there's a chance that we can bring her back from the brink. But if we can't, she's a liability. Lance will, I don't... I always hate the image of a taller character kneeling down to a shorter character because I feel like it's somewhat, like, degrading. So I don't want to do that, but I want Fleeple... I'm going to lift Fleeple up for his wings to flap to be at my eye level to almost signify, like, we're equals right now. And I'm going to... Hopefully he gets kind of the gist of what I'm trying to do because I'm trying to, like, be like, I want you to know we're here together. And Lance is just going to, as Fleeple's up there... Just look Fleeple in the eye. Probably get closer to Fleeple than they've ever really been closer to before. Just like really like Lance is always distant from people, but this is like very close, almost like familiar. And he's going to say, that's a good point, but Fleeple, we've all been a liability. We, we can't just let it go. If you dug me out of a pit, we've dug you out of a pit. We gotta dig her out of the pit. And I'm willing to give it a shot, but I think back to you know what I just barely said to Malamara. I was trying to be, you know, all old and wise and whatnot, but then I started thinking to myself, well, Fleeple, why don't you ask yourself the same thing? What are we getting from Malamara that we couldn't get from somebody else who isn't possessed by a demon? I mean, this sounds so cliche, but we have someone who's genuine. When, sh- when her eyes aren't clouded by darkness... True. That's that. That's a definite negative in the in the friendship column. <laughs> uh, one one tick in the bad guy box, as Ralph might say it. True, but we've known a lot of people with ticks in the bad guy box. Yes. I think I can't give up. I can't let. I can't let someone else go. And I'm not all into the god thing that you are, but. How low did you feel when Bahamut reached out to you? Really bad. I think we've got to keep reaching for her. Hmm. And Fleeple gets a little twitch of the corner of his mouth turning upward. And I say, Lance Thalen, what do you get from Malamara that you couldn't get from somebody else? Um, oh boy. Lance just kind of like looks... As, like, Malamara's slowly walking away, <laughs> still in slow motion. And Lance will just look, just go, I get something I lost a long time ago that I didn't think I'd ever get back. And he'll reach back and kind of just feel the bow with Callie's name cross-stitched into it. As 
the three of you, very tense, but together go to the hut of the Harpers, Fleeple showing the badge. A new person being here, um, asking you for the location you're wishing to go. What location are you wishing to go? Well, we told Leosin we meet up with him in Waterdeep, but we've got a while, don't we? You do. You absolutely do. Well, this teleportation circle can get us anywhere else that has a teleportation circle, right? Correct. Can we look at a menu of places to yeah, go? Just, is there a menu on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> the Harper drawing the teleportation circle, and right before um, they finish drawing, they look up and go, All right, so where to? And then all of you look at each other. And that's where we'll end this week's episode of I Cast Fireball. But not before we level up to level eight. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Uh, when he says where to, a little shudder goes up Fleeple's spine. Where to. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. There I was like, go. ooh, good ride. Good ride. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Man, um, action and RP? <laughs> wow. Man, exploration. We would have had Exploration of our mm-hmm. feelings? <laughs> <laughs> also known as role play. <laughs> uh, okay. Shh, no, no. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and uh, I think it's pretty obvious, but what level is everybody taking here for our listeners? Ooh, this is a tough one for me because if I take one level in cleric, I get the emboldening balm from the peace domain. And basically what that is, it's my channel divinity. I use an action to move up to my speed without provoking opportunity attacks. And whenever I move within five feet of any other creature, I can cause them to heal 2d6 plus my wisdom modifier of hit points. Whoa. It's sick. The peace domain is awesome. But what about a druid? That's nuts. If I level up one more in Druid, I can finally prepare fourth level spells. Currently, I can cast fourth level, but because of my multi-class, I can't prepare any fourth level. So I'd be able to take Polymorph. I'd be able to take Charm Monster. Ooh. Dominate Beast. That's rough. Are you a healer or are you a fighter? (laughs) (laughs) We can come back to you, Ned, while you're thinking about it. Yeah. It's fourth level. That's huge. All right. So, Jacob, what level are you taking? I will be taking a level in Paladin. No, I won't. No, I'm just going to be taking a level in Rogue. <laughs> I serve our two. I serve, I serve Bahamut. No. Serve um, okay. D8. Rogue, D8 huh? D8 is my roll. I'll use my Rogue D8. Oh, rolling for health? Roll. I always okay. roll for health. I do. And if it's a one, you get to re-roll. Yes. <gasps> and it's a... It is a one. <laughs> so I'll re-roll it. Okay. <laughs> re-roll. It's a three. Three mm. plus your constitution three plus modifier. Con, which is inc- two, so I get five. Mal, what are you taking? I am taking my fifth in Barbarian. And I am going to take the half plus one plus my con, which is 11. And my hit points are now at 85. Wow. 85. Woof. And I get my second attack, finally. And I <laughs> increase my movement speed. Very excited yeah, about it. Yeah, in the, in the fight pit, I was like, man, I feel like Mal should be able to do more. And now I understand why you're like, Thomas, <laughs> I <laughs> need to level me up, four. please. <laughs> well, the level me up, please. <laughs> so you get an extra attack and what else? 
and my movement increases by 10 feet, I believe. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, I will be leveling up in storytelling, hopefully. Um, <laughs> Ned, have you made your decision? Yeah, I think I am at a point where with my healing capabilities, I have gotten to the point where being able to heal two people by 2d6 with an action isn't necessarily my best healing option. I have more powerful stuff than that at this point. So I think I'm going to go with that seventh level in Druid. There seventh you go. level, here it is. Level four spells are huge. They're huge. I mean, we've had some fun times with Polymorph already in this campaign. We sure have. We sure have. <laughs> well done. And uh, do you want to roll or take the half for your hit dice? I'll roll for it, I guess. That's a D8, right? Yep. And that's a six. Works out for hey. me. No way. There you go. There we go. Man, I forgot. I I was looking at my constitution like, why do I have a plus four constitution? And then I remembered, oh yeah, I got the, I got the necklace. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You're jacked is what it is. Yeah, it is. Excellent. That's fantastic. Anything else that you get with your new seventh level in Druid? Uh, that's just fourth level. Yep. That's going to be it. I can prepare fourth level spells now. Which is big enough on its own. And uh, Jacob, anything with your eighth level rogue? I just get uh, ability score improvement. So I need to do some research to see if I do want to increase my abilities or if I want to possibly get a feat. Ooh, yes. So I might be doing some not multi-classing. Yeah, you get to take a look at those things. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode of I Cast Fireball. Special shout out to my players, Ned, Jacob, Mickey. Thank you so much for joining again on this week. And you listeners, thank you for joining us as always every single week. Um, we really appreciate you jumping in. And even if you just jumped in on this week's episode, welcome. And it's going to be so exciting for you to discover why all this tension is there. What are you uh, doing so here? Go back. <laughs> go listen. Go go enjoy in Mickey's wonderful sound editing. Uh, again, special shout out to Mickey because she is the reason why this podcast really exists. So thank you, Mickey. And please continue to edit our episodes. If you want to reach out to us or if you like what we're doing, feel free to leave us a five-star review on the podcast of your choice. It lets us know that you like what we're doing and it gets us in other people's recommended feeds. Um, you can go to our Ko-fi account, which should be in the description of this podcast, uh, and you can leave a donation there as, as well as a message. But if you wanted to send something a little bit longer, shoot us an email at iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com or go to our social media feeds at iCastFireball20. We've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We've got YouTube that you can go to as as well and leave us a message there share our stories or like what we're going start a conversation we'd love to hear what you've got going on want to give a shout out to our sister podcast as always improv tabletop uh if you're that new person who jumped in on this week's episode you might not know that ned has a podcast he's got going on called improv tabletop where he just finished a fantastic and amazing avatar legends campaign that is avatar the last airbender world it's fantastic Ned is the keeper or the GM, and his cast is just fantastic. So go give him a shout out. Uh, don't, or go give him a listen, and don't forget to shout them out by leaving them a five star review. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow wacky adventurers. But until next time, I'm Thomas, your DM, and around the table we have Malamara, Lance Thalen, and Fleeple. Let's keep that fire going, and we'll see you all next time.